0: Welcome, everybody, to the Victory XR podcast. I'm Steve Grupp, the CEO of Victory XR. And today we have two great guests, two people I've gotten to know and I'm very excited to have on. First is Dan Mintz, who is the department chair for IT, information technology at the University of Maryland Global Campus. And then, second is Andrew Sadio. And Andrew is the instructional design lead at New Mexico State University and uh, he leads the uh, digital learning which falls under exactly what we do which is immersive learning particularly in a synchronous manner both of these schools have digital twin campuses which is interesting because the University of Maryland global campus has no actual physical campus so we'll talk a little bit about that but also Both of these schools launched classes in the fall of 2022. And so we're going to explore how that's going and uh, try to learn some things as we move forward. So Dan, let's start with you. Tell us, first of all, um, what your role is at UMGC, and then talk a little bit about why you
1: are involved with immersive learning. So my day job is I'm in charge of an academic department. My department is responsible for all the degree programs in information technology uh, at the undergraduate and graduate level. Uh, So that's my day job. Uh, We have, one of my programs has, uh, for example, does web and digital design. The reason I mentioned that is they have a certificate in in how to create uh, and use augmented and virtual reality objects. Uh, We decided to build on that, and was given permission by our dean and the uh, chief academic officer uh, uh, to go ahead and set up a a project to experiment with implementing uh, augmented reality and virtual reality content across the university. And I'm in charge of that program, and we're we have a whole set of people who, as are almost a volunteer second job level are putting together this program across the university.
0: That's awesome. Andrew, Good, and talk a little bit about your role at uh, New Mexico State, and um, then uh, why you have chosen to get involved with uh, immersive learning.
2: Yeah, so I have a combination of two major roles that's um, related to immersive learning. So I'm the instructional design lead uh, for the digital learning team, and I oversee NMSU On Demand, which is NMSU's workforce development, Uh, program. So what we do is we offer micro credentials about just pretty much anything that you can imagine. And uh, for me, uh, especially working in corporate at my previous position, immersive technology was definitely something that we were exploring. And I know a lot of organizations have started doing it as well for their learning and development programs uh, to train their employees. So it's something that's always been of interest to me. Uh, Within digital learning, our Vice Provost, Sherry Coleman, uh, she was very much a big supporter of um, using some type of virtual reality learning uh, within our programs uh, in the future. So what happened was she came to us and talked to us about potentially purchasing metaverse land. And uh, Robbie Grant actually was the one who saw your pres- presentation with Morehouse College in which you know, the first uh, digital twin campus where uh, you all were able to demonstrate exactly what was being done there. And so we took a big interest because we saw the opportunity to then include it into some of our programming as well. Um, So once we saw that, I mean, the rest is history working with Victory XR and then starting to then, um, you know, uh, integrate the Digital Twin Campus into our programs this this fall. And then also my other side is I'm also an adjunct instructor for the EDLT pro- program as well, which is Education uh, Design Learning Technology. And so what we do is we're basically educating future educators on how to integrate technology in their classroom. So this was a win-win for everything <laughs> for me and in both the um, areas in which I'm involved with.
0: That's awesome, and Dan, UMGC has a lot of students. Can you tell us approximately how many online students you have currently?
1: Well, I mean all of our students take uh, well we all of our students take um, most of their classes online. So a typical fall or spring, which are our larger semesters, we'll have a headcount of around 60,000 students, wow. about half that in the summer. Um we uh, a small percentage of our classes are taught in what we call a hybrid where one, they might get together one night a week uh, in person, uh, and the rest and then the rest of the week would be online. We also teach uh, overseas uh, active duty military uh, students and their families in Europe and Asia, uh, in, in contract with the Department of Defense and with Veterans administration to teach over there. But the vast majority of our students, are online uh of all the courses stateside it's about 95 percent of our classes are online
0: so what's interesting is umgc western governors liberty and a few others have really shown how this online model can work and you know you look at the schools that are seeing most of the growth the last 15 years It's these big online schools as opposed to uh, those that are strictly uh, drive right. to campus uh, so uh, talk to me about, and you and I have had this conversation, but talk to me about why you are pursuing this effort to integrate in some courses uh, virtual reality, and maybe if you could
1: talk a little bit about the use cases specifically. Yeah, so there's there's two big, big reasons. Uh, one reason, there's an educational component, I mean, obviously with this. So there are... A, a, there are things and activities you can do in the virtual environment that are either too expensive or too dangerous uh or even impossible to do in a physical environment let alone in an online environment an example in fact would be one of the pro- projects we're working with with victory xr is uh for our criminal justice classes both uh criminal justice and our forensic biology classes i tell people uh when we came up with this uh, pro- this part of the project that's when i learned we had a forensic biology class uh, uh but uh for that we're we're setting up a crime scene where there'll be a victim blood spatters uh, potentially uh fingerprints uh other clues that will be randomly generated so they can do it multiple times with different setups that's something that would be almost impossible to do in any environment so there are edu- their educational experiences that uh, an immersive environment can do that you don't get in just a pure online where you're reading text or you're you're interfacing with people in a zoom session or something like that the second thing is i think all the schools that have gone online find that most of the students are very happy with the flexibility and schedule they get as a that allows them to sort of control the timing of the education but there is a segment of students that lose a certain connection with the uh, the educational process and with the institution. And so we think there's a second component that uh, will be true of all universities or all educational institutions that are interfacing to their students online, where you get a much deeper relationship that comes into place because of this virtual connection, uh, the synchronous uh, interaction. Uh, our first class, uh, a Speech 100 class, which did not inherently have immersive simulations or things like that. Uh, the feedback we got from uh, our students was they had a much deeper relationship with the other students, which was an interesting result. A much deeper relationship with the faculty member felt much more connected to the educational process. So those would be the two main reasons, both educational content, but also a relationship engagement issue that I think the online universities have to deal with. Got it,
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. and. Andrew, I'm not really familiar with uh, how much online or remote learning there is at New Mexico State. Do you primarily use yours for students who are remote learners or on-campus learners?
2: Uh, Yes, this fall, we actually used it for two remote learner uh, situations. So we actually have uh, NMSU online, which we do have full online programs. Uh, And then part of the unit that I work for, which is the instructional design team as well, is what we're doing is we're, we work with instructors which serve as our subject matter experts to enhance the learning experiences for our students, uh, especially for those who are transitioning from bringing their typical live courses into an online setting. That's where virtual reality has been awesome. Uh, my experience, I got to experience firsthand as the instructor, because it was actually my class as one of the courses that was part of this launch. Um, so just like what Dan said, I've taught for about over five years now um, as an adjunct, and my students are all remote. And this semester was so different; it, it, it felt different, especially when I would interact with my students. Of course, we'd always do it through web conferencing, but actually having on our virtual reality headsets, our or Ocul- MetaQuest twos, um, every week we'd meet once a- for one hour every week, and we'd actually, you know, engage in this virtual space. And I felt that that social piece was so different it actually felt that i was really meeting with my students one-on-one that was a lot of feedback i received from them as well Uh, some of them have never even attended a course on main campus ever and this was their first interaction with another student in that way and they thought that it just enhanced their entire learning experience and then just like what dan said i mean that connection between actually doing something that thing was amazing you know i've created online activities um you know where my students engage in discussions where they complete actual assignments where they even present through web conferencing but when i was able to actually create actual scenarios and learning experiences in which they can then go into and actually do something it was incredible uh, especially being someone who's they're all going to be future teachers so for example um, one activity that i actually had them do was they presented within our digital twin campus, an actual lesson that they would provide students in a real classroom. And we sat down, they went ahead and they went through that entire lesson. And it gave them that experience that, like Dan said, they never would be able to get, especially because, you know, it's a 300 level course. And eventually they're going to transition into like more of a practicum uh, or or courses in which they're actually going to be in a practicum. But this was a great way for them to actually practice. And then actually, and I was able to actually have conversations with them and coach them through things, unlike anything I've ever been able to do in an online space. So that was just my experience that I'm talking on. But we also had another instructor, which is Gabby Phillips, and she taught a nutrition course also online. And it was actually a dietic uh, internship in which she was able to meet with students and the next semester we actually have an engineering course and i'll get the other name but we have two courses um launching again in in mar in spring uh, and we're really excited about.